section twenty of the crime of sylvestre bonheur by anatole france this librivox recording is in the public domain june three i had escorted to the cimetiere de marne that day a very aged colleague of mine who to use the words of goethe had consented to die the great goethe whose own vital force was something extraordinary actually believed that no one dies until one really wants to die that is to say when all those energies which resist dissolution and the sum of which make up life itself have been totally destroyed in other words he believed that people only die when it is no longer possible for them to live good it is merely a question of properly understanding one another and when fully comprehended the magnificent idea of goethe only brings us quietly back to the song of la palice well my excellent colleague had consented to die thanks to several successive attacks of extremely persuasive apoplexy the last of which proved unanswerable i had been very little acquainted with him during his lifetime but it seems that i became his friend the moment he was dead for our colleagues assured me in a most serious manner with deeply sympathetic countenances that i should act as one of the pallbearers and deliver an address over the tomb after having read very badly a short address i had written as well as i could which is not saying much for it i started out for a walk in the woods of ville d'avray and followed without leaning too much on the captain's cane a shaded path on which the sunlight fell through foliage in little discs of gold never had the scent of grass and fresh leaves never had the beauty of the sky over the trees and the serene might of noble tree contours so deeply affected my senses and all my being and the pleasure i felt in that silence broken only by faintest tinkling sounds was at once of the senses and of the soul i sat down in the shade of the roadside under a clump of young oaks and there i made a promise to myself not to die or at least not to consent to die before i should be again able to sit down under an oak where in the great peace of the open country i could meditate on the nature of the soul and the ultimate destiny of man a bee whose brown breastplate gleamed in the sun like armour of old gold came to light upon a mallow flower close by me darkly rich in colour and fully opened upon its tufted stalk it was certainly not the first time i had witnessed so common an incident but it was the first time that i had watched it with such comprehensive and friendly curiosity i could discern that there were all sorts of sympathies between the insect and the flower a thousand singular little relationships which i had never before even suspected satiated with nectar the insect rose and buzzed away in a straight line while i lifted myself up as best i could and readjusted myself upon my legs adieu i said to the flower and to the bee adieu heaven grant i may live long enough to discover the secret of your harmonies i am very tired but man is so made that he can only find relaxation from one kind of labour by taking up another the flowers and insects will give me that relaxation with god's will after my long researches in philology and diplomatics how full of meaning is that old myth of antaeus i have touched the earth and i am a new man and now at seventy years of age 
new feelings of curiosity take birth in my mind even as young shoots sometimes spring up from the hollow trunk of an aged oak End of section twenty